welcome to the Over It, the Consciousness Transforming Podcast for Exceptional 21st Century Living. We've got a great show today. We're going to have a unity minister with us, which is something rare for our show. So I'm really excited to do this. We're going to be speaking with Linda Martella Winslet, and we're going to be talking about the book that she co-authored with her daughter, This Life is Yours, Discover Your Power, Claim Your Wholeness, and Heal Your Life. Now, folks, this is a book, and our show today is a how to heal yourself rather than curing a condition. So there's a difference, and we're going to talk about that difference and how you can affect some really deep, positive healing in your life. And guess what? With COVID running around, the time is now. Now, the information shared on Get Over It uses intuitive and pragmatic insight to help you shift your consciousness to break through blocks and release energy that is no longer needed. Yes, we're going to help you let go of the BS that's been holding you back. But you guys know I always ask that question, are you truly ready to? And by the way, folks, BS is belief system. A bit about me from my new listeners, Intuitive Sense Birth. I'm a third-generation intuitive with over three decades of experience supporting people to break through the blocks along their path. I'm a strategist for personal and professional transformation, revealing cutting-edge information that enables you to prosper and thrive. I spent 25 successful years in corporate America as an executive sales professional, and I am the founder of Healing Visions Ministries and the Northern California Children's Education Network at 501c39. Nonprofit. I provide consultations and healings in all areas of life that heal the mind-body-spirit connection, allowing you to live your very best life. My clients tell me that I keep it real while providing them with accurate information to assist them along their journey as a spirit living a human existence. But they also say, if you really don't want to know, don't ask Monique. My background includes a doctorate in metaphysics, Reiki master teacher, ordained minister, and clinical hypnotherapist. So whether you are stressed, depressed, or possessed, I can help. To find out more about me and the services I offer, go to my website, and that's MoniqueChapman.com. And I invite you to like me on Facebook and follow me on Twitter and LinkedIn. My guest today, winner of the 2011 Best Spiritual Author Competition for her first book, How to Pray Without Talking to God, Linda Martella Winslet is an expiring, inspiring, uh, respected unit minister and spiritual teacher. Uh, Linda's second book, Divine Audacity, Dare to Be the Light of the World, promotes humanity's innate capabilities. I can really read, folks, capabilities with which to respond to life circumstances in spiritual material. And we're going to be talking about her third book today, which she co-authored with her beautiful daughter, Alicia Winslet. And that is This Life is Yours, Discover Your Power, Claim Your Wholeness, and Heal Your Life. Uh, Linda serves as Vice President of Unity Prayer Ministry, including the Silent Ministry and Unity's 24-7 Worldwide Prayer Ministries. And you can check her out at her website youardivine.com, the letter U, the letter R, hyphen divine.com. Welcome, Linda. Oh, I'm so grateful for the invitation, Monique. (laughs) Oh, it's so great to have you here. Um, Your book, your third book, and I think this is going to be an award winner too. Um, How did you come about discerning between healing yourself as opposed to healing a condition? Because when we are feeling low, we tend to want to run to the doctor to heal the condition. 
Well, it's precisely for that reason that we that we wanted to explore the nature of healing as an inside job, right? Because it's something that that our path, the unity path, is really about um, healing at the level of thought, right? Mm-hmm. It's mind. It's it's engaging our minds and it's dealing with uh, the ineffable part of our nature, that spiritual nature, uh, so that we learn that uh, healing is about something much greater than just a physical or material kind of resolution of a a problem, you know? And so for us, it's really about um, exploring our inner life, the way we're thinking about our whole life, starting to appreciate the fullness of our whole life and, and how that really changes the biochemistry and actually supports and promotes the healing on the outside. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, in this day of COVID and social unrest and everything, it's like it, sometimes it seems difficult for people to even find themselves, much less work on healing themselves. What can you share with us so that people can kind of come back to center, I guess, reground so that they can get their life, you know, started again? For for in my understanding, you know, the whole book really is, it has been referred to as a gentle support. <laughs> and it's a gentle support in the sense is that, that, that everything we write about, just everything from sort of the, the premise of the power of our minds, right? And the kinds of questions that we might be asking about our life that oftentimes start with asking about our condition, or our circumstances, but all of those, plus a whole host of potential practices, which is simply means things that I devote my time and attention toward, rather than, um, you know, ruminating longer and longer and longer about what, what I'm not happy about that's mm-hmm. going on in my life, right? <laughs> so all of these things in the book are designed for a gentle, inner exploration. It's not an excavation like, you know, in sometimes in long term therapy, you know, it feels like a roto rooter Uh of of your whole emotional life and your, your past history. It's more of a, of a gentle inquiry, right? A self inquiry. What's going on with me? How can I better best support, support my feeling as well as I can feel? today. I mean, it's that sort of approach that we, that we uh, foster for, mm-hmm. for getting in touch with, you know, what gives me a feeling of being most alive? And let me devote more of my time to that. Right? I agree. But what if you can't find the most alive? I mean, some people have been beaten down so much. I hear from clients, um, just about all of them that call, you know, they're just weary. They're, they're world weary, if you will, and they can't seem to find any good news, anything positive to hang on. So how do you reach out and grab that? Many of the, many of the things that we recommend in the book are about reaching out. So there's sort of a mixture of going within, but boy, when you feel like you don't have much going on on the inside, which you can feel that way, right? When, uh-huh. as you're describing, then uh, there's there's really the, the reaching out sort of practices are about finding a community that can, that you can be safe to, 
you know, to share, one that's going to help to uplift you rather than to take you further down. It's making choices that, um, that, that, that provide for yourself the most optimum assistance, mm-hmm. right? Rather than, um, in other words, we, we can know, I, I had this experience many years ago when I was first married of, of watching soap operas all afternoon when my baby was born and I wasn't working yet and my husband was out and about. And I remember after months, I was noticing that I was really pretty unhappy. I was, um, I was being snippy and, and um, negative, you know, with mm-hmm. the way I was, I was behaving, even when my husband came home from work. And I started to make a connection between, you know, watching these awful shows <laughs> where people are really mean to each other uh-huh. and doing terrible things. And that connection between that and then how I was showing up in my relationship, it's a simple thing, but easy to miss. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I started paying attention to what is different that has me feeling so, so cranky. And that was it. That was the point. I turned them off and it just changed my mood. It changed my mood. So this, this is a simple thing, isn't it? It's a yeah. simple thing. But how many, I mean, and I think... I would ask, and I ask myself this, you know, am I, am I watching, you know, repeated shows on television or movies or, you know, the streaming media that we have today that's endless? Am I watching a lot of crime novels, my uh, shows? Am I, you know, am I focused on things that are really dark and negative and uninspiring? And if so, man, make a new choice, you know, a simple choice <laughs> like that, even just one, you know, even just saying, I am going to choose one half hour program every day. That's just, just for my upliftment. <laughs> and that can make all the difference in the world. Little things like that mm-hmm. can become the big, big proponents of our well-being, right? Yes. Yes, it can. Folks, we're speaking with Linda Martello Whitsett and her book that we're talking about today is This Life is Yours, Discover Your Power, Claim Your Wholeness, and Heal Your Life. You can check her out at her website, and that's ur-divine.com, the letter U, the letter R, the hyphen mark, divine.com. Linda, when you talk about healing you say it's not a destination it's not a journey it's not a path what is it Mm. it is a realization of something that has always been true about you and that is that you are whole now this is a deep concept no doubt it's a it's a you know it's it's one that stretches the imagination it has us paying attention to that part of our being that is more than human, mm-hmm. right? It's that part of us that we would say is the spiritual side of us. And when we do, we start to realize that there is a whole life of us that, that our whole life does, isn't centered on this one problem or host of problems that we're experiencing. And so healing is an awakening in our minds and our whole heart to the fact that we already are whole, that we can't be missing 
something essential in in us that nothing can really be broken about us that something isn't really wrong now this takes a spiritual mindset right it's mm -hmm. it's that that aspect of us that can understand our life in a greater context and when we when when we awaken to that we consider that healing healing is coming back to ourselves you could say back to the whole being of us back to our uh, eternal nature that cannot be diminished or interrupted um, by any condition that's happening in our human experience that's what we're talking about healing is of the mind and the heart and the whole self mm. well in your book you talk about seven main topics and number three is understanding the power of the mind so talk to us a little bit more about that because you know when people think something negative and it manifests it's like yep i knew it but then when they think something positive and they don't focus necessarily on that it doesn't come into being so talk to us about how we can strengthen our mind so that we can focus on what's more advantageous to us as opposed to what's tearing us apart Yes, well, this is one thing that we that metaphysical people and uh, the traditions and metaphysics have been teaching the principle of the power of our mind for centuries and science has caught up with those spiritual principles to show us that there are actual physical and material consequences to the way that we're thinking. So the power of the mind, as we teach it in the discipline of unity, is that our mind has a pivotal nature, pivotal consciousness. That means we can choose whether to, whether to derive our sense of ourself and also um, our information, mm -hmm. either from the world around us and what is happening to us in our human experience, or we can pivot our awareness to our eternal nature, to the spiritual, which is much subtler, <laughs> right? It's the softer mm -hmm. voice. <laughs> yes. It requires a little quiet on our part, right? It's sort yeah. of like, you know, the teacher in front of a classroom um, will begin to teach when the classroom settles, right? Mm -hmm. When the students sit in their seat and they're ready. Uh, the the teacher will speak right and, and mm -hmm. in, a, in a similar way when we, we practice things like meditation and relaxation techniques and things like that precisely because they allow us to quiet enough to be able to be in touch with that spiritual nature of us the, the what I call our divine identity our true self and that's that's something that we can cultivate a skill at doing right through through training of the mind we can actually do that so we talk a lot in recent generations of the law of attraction the the mind the mind power the power of our mind is really linked with this and what it really says is what we think about we bring about but i want to say it in a way that makes more sense for me because mm -hmm. this to, to listening ears, this could sound almost punishing, right? Because I know uh, I, I, I'm guilty of thinking negative thoughts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, you know, to, to just 
imagine that, oh my gosh, this terrible thought I just had is going to express out in my life in some way is a frightening possibility. So to soften that and to really speak more truly about it, I like to say the law of attraction is the law of love. It's the law of of the magnetizing myself to what is important to me. How do I know what's important to me? It's what I'm thinking about on a regular basis. What I'm what I'm um, uh, um, devoting my time to. And if I'm if I'm thinking in a default way, then I might be devoting a lot of time to something that's not really what's most important to me or what mm -hmm. I most want in my life. And so I can train myself to think thoughts more deliberately, to hold on to them, to train through my practices to really dwell upon that which means the most to me. And what starts to happen is the physical, the biochemistry begins to change. Mm -hmm. This science is proving that we literally are giving ourselves the greatest kind of medicine, mental, med mental thinking, uh, mental, mental uh, healing thoughts mm -hmm. actually produce physical healing chemistry yes they do and um you know uh, i've had a, a client call me recently and she said um you know i'm looking for a new job i you know was expelled from my last job i'm looking for a new job but you know i'm poor and i don't know if i should be rich and i'm like wow what did you just say listen to the magnitude of what you just said you were mm -hmm. claiming the poverty yeah. and you were kind of putting it out there like a kind of sort of maybe that you might be able to rise above it. So what do you say for people who are in that energy right now? Because the unemployment for the federal, I guess, backed unemployment just stopped at the time of this recording. So how, what do you say to people who all of a sudden feel they have nothing? They're worth nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, you know, I feel humanly, um, I feel for and with people who are in dire circumstances um, absolutely feel it and I hold my heart open with them. Um, and I will say that I, I am learning that um, it is very challenging to, to find a point of hope, right? Mm -hmm. But you know what, what, we, what we've heard uh, again and again, when something bad happens, like when we witness a car accident or something, or a terrible tragedy, like even Hurricane Ida recently, that that the message that people say, spiritual people say, look for the helpers, mm -hmm. look for the helpers, and look for the good. And it sounds trite, perhaps, but I do know for myself when I've been in in periods of of the unknown. I don't know what's coming next and I feel afraid of it. I feel like I'm, you know, like I could end up, um, you know, without an income or right when I'm in those periods of, of time, I tell you what to, to, to do what I can do. One of the things I can do is look for the helpers. In other words, I train my mind to find a point of gratitude each day. Just a small thing. Look, somebody, you know, someone who um, moved their cart out of the way when I pull into the grocery store shop, uh, shopping 
lot, you know, mm -hmm. a little thing like that, or, or write someone saying a kind word to me when we pass on the street. I mean, something that doesn't have to be a, 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 a big thing in most mm -hmm. people's eyes. But to me, I, I grab it as a point of hope. I grab it as a, see, there is kindness in the world. See, I am taken care of in this way, right? I look for something that I have that I might not have been appreciating. And I, I draw my mind to appreciate it. I look for mm -hmm. why am I so grateful that I have this? You know, if I don't have an income flowing right now, do I have a food bank that I can go get groceries from? Do I have, you know, a shelter over my head for tonight? I mean, sometimes it gets down to those, mm -hmm. those, those basics. Basics, right. Right. Yeah, it can be frightening. Now you talk about feelings and you say feelings are followers. They're not leaders, they're indicators and not directors. Now you just spoke a little bit about feelings. So how can we utilize the feelings as being a follower and an indicator so that yeah. we can move ourselves to a different or shift ourselves to a different energy field? Yes, I want to start by saying that in in my field in ministry and especially in a progressive you know metaphysically oriented ministry, uh, the message has been sort of twisted about feelings, and we have been we have been in a period where it's customary for people to bypass their feelings, right? Mm -hmm. We call mm -hmm. it spiritual bypass when we go we go right from you know feeling the terrible moment. Um, all the way to um, treating it with truth. You know, let me just mm -hmm. say the right thing. It's almost like I use truth. I use an affirmation, like an incantation, and 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 totally bypass what's really going on with me. So feelings are meant to be felt, <laughs> and they and and when I feel them, I can feel them in the recognition that they're not going. They're not going to lead me to do anything. That I, you know, like a lot of times we we act on feelings sort of by default. I feel the feeling, and then something shoots out of my mouth that I wouldn't say if I was really taking the time to be wise, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes I say things because I'm just feeling the moment. Well, feelings rightfully are not leaders; they are followers. So. They are indicators. They are not the directors of what comes next. So what do I do? I feel deeply. I pound my pillow if I must, right? I, I, go, I go where I can safely vent my feelings, right? I go to my, my best friend since childhood. We have wine time phone call every once in a while. We live in different states. And so, you know, we just get on FaceTime and we check in with one another. Uh -huh. She's a safe person in my life. I can feel deeply whatever's going on with me. And then once I feel them, now I ask, you know, inside of myself, I ask the inner wisdom in me. I ask, what do I want to do about this now? You know, now that I feel, now that I'm aware of this is my feeling, and I look for a solution or for a rea a response to what I've been feeling that comes from the most centered consciousness in me, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, and it doesn't necessarily come immediately, or does it, or will it come immediately? 
well it may or may not yeah 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 yeah. it may or may not it's there's no you know there's no uh formula for that other than let me not act out on my feelings let me feel Mm -hmm. feelings but let my actions spring from considered wisdom Okay, I like that. When we go to your website, ur-divine.com, that's the letter U, the letter R-divine.com. What are we going to find there besides you and your beautiful daughter and your smiling faces? I'm looking at you right now. (laughs) Well, you will find uh, all three of my books. My first book was How to Pray Without Talking to God. It's been out for literally a decade. It came out in September of... um, you know, just 10 years ago, so Mm -hmm. 2011. And, uh, and that is a book for, uh, um, I would say a contemporary way to consider prayer. And especially if prayer has lost luster for you, if you no longer believe in a God that is a deity, but um, you want to access spiritual power, that's, that's a good book for that. Divine Audacity is the second book, and that is all about our innate spiritual capacities. There's 12 of them as we teach them in the Unity Discipline, and um, I write about how we can activate and cultivate each of those powers for our life. Uh, And then, of course, this book, This Life is Yours, is also on there. So those books are available for purchase for, you know, me to sign them and send them to you. There's also study guides available for purchase if you wanted to study the books with us with a small group. Um, there's a listing of my current events where I'm appearing either in person or virtually uh, any trainings that I'm doing, um, things like that. So you can contact me from there or you can just even email me at Linda at URDivine.com. Okay. It's Linda at URDivine.com. We don't need the hyphen mark in that one, right? No, you still do. Yes, it's oh, the okay. same as the web as the website. Mm-hmm. Okay, just to be clear, so everybody can find you. Yes. <laughs> you can Google my name. You can just Google my name, and you'll find me. And she'll yeah. comes up all over the place. Yes, she <laughs> does. Yes, she does. Does. Um, Linda, I've really enjoyed our time together today. What pearl of wisdom would you like to leave with our audience? Well, I want to really remind everyone that. You know, healing is never about something being missing, wrong, or broken about you. That it's not a journey that culminates in a particular outcome or destination, but it is an awakening to the truth that you are whole. And it is your choice on a daily basis to live well, no matter what is going on with you. Oh, I like that. I really like that. Thank you so much for being with us today. And again, uh, folks, the book is This Life is Yours, Discover Your Power, Claim Your Wholeness, and Heal Your Life. It's just under 200 pages, so it's not a long read. It has a lot of um, information, most definitely some exercises, and it helps you find yourself okay it leads to those introspection questions and you think deeply about them as you're reading through the book and then of course afterwards so if you're looking to shift your life to the positive this is definitely a book for you to consider so uh linda thank you so much for being my guest today i greatly appreciate it and to the audience um thank you many blessings to you i truly am honored and i appreciate your time and attention And folks, please remember that the most important choice that you can make is what you choose to make important. Consider making the masterful choice of healing yourself rather than curing your conditions. 
abundant blessings, light and love to all. Agape.